Welcome to the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I am the host of Books, Kids, and Creations, a podcast that seeks to inspire and uplift future generations with all kinds of different people from around the world. And I'm your host, Tracy Bloom. I am here today with co-authors, Ali Kamanda and George Redmond of this fabulous book called Black Boy, Black Boy. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Tracy. You are Thank welcome. you so much for, yes, for having us. Thank you. Thank you. So I have so many questions. First of all, this book is fantastic. <laughs> and, um, the illustrations are beautiful. The illustrations are by Ken Daly. Um, and Ken is not here today, but how do you guys know Ken? Or how did you meet Ken? Well, you know, Ken, Ken came about based upon source books. Um, and that's really... We kind of handed over the manuscript and source books. We were just very fortunate that they chose Ken um, to dive into this project because he's he's brought the, the words to life. Yeah, and even bigger question, how did you guys meet each other? Because Ali, you are um, from West Africa and you have, you're an award-winning filmmaker, you have a nonprofit, um, and then George, you're a district attorney or um, assistant district attorney, and you live these, what you would think would be completely different lives, but then how did you meet? I'm so curious about this. This is, we, we met at uh, UNC Chapel Hill. Um, we Hill. both are uh, Tar Heels, we both graduated from Carolina, and um, I, it's a fun, it's a long story. Let's see how I can make it very short. It's, um, it's, it's circled around soccer. Um, George from high school was uh, like the most decorated soccer player out of um, North Carolina. And when I was in high school, my buddy and I, we played for a smaller school. So we got to Chapel Hill. And of course, you know, we had heard of this because I'm going to call it in this infamous George Redmond who had broken <laughs> all these records and, all, you know, so of course there was a little bit of, we wanna know who this is. But the interesting thing for, for us is his name is spelt with a J. So we were certain that this person we had been looking for was Hispanic. And I, he's like, this is Jorge. Uh-huh. So we went out looking for a Hispanic young guy, you know, just so we could put the face to the name and, and, and all the mystery. Um, and when we rolled up on him at his dorm room, he had just finished practice, you know, and I love telling the story too because this was the day when I mean he was fit, you know, it was just like just straight <laughs> chiseled and sweating, and he had his I think he even had contacts in, you know, his eyes were I think green, so we were really hating on him. Then we were like, man, not only is he the best soccer player in the state, he's also good looking, and it's like, man, I don't like this. Oh, stop it, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> but th- that it turned into uh, a brotherhood. Like we have been uh, brothers from another mother, as we like to say uh, as we move forward um ever since um and you know our families just love spending time together and we're just very blessed to to be a part of each other's lives you know yeah i played soccer most of my life and i totally get that i i love soccer i grew up i mean went to all the camps 
Um, and it is funny when you hear of a player that you know has all these records and then you look for them and you try to figure out who it is. Yep, I yeah, know all about that. They weren't, he wasn't far away from us. Uh, I was in Avery County and he was in Asheville. So it wasn't far. So to us, it was like, well, we actually have a real soccer player in our midst. We need to find out who this guy is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm thankful that we ended up at the same school because this journey has just been a blessing. <laughs> and you're both fathers, correct? Correct. And yeah. um, your your new book, so Black Boy, Black Boy. What? How did you come up with the idea for this? Um, because was it like just over a conversation, or were you talking about world events and how relevant this is? How did this come to be? Yeah. So this came about Ali and I. We call it our COVID baby. Right? <laughs> this, is, this is something where um, throughout COVID, um, we allowed um, essentially a world event. And then unfortunately, this was the, the event of the murder of George Floyd. Um, and so what initially sparked um, the conversation with Ali and myself was just, what is it that Black boys are seeing right now for inspiration? Um, and so immediately we thought about our sons. And the first thought was, wow, it seems like that all that they're seeing is images of um, either Black individuals being gangsters or being criminals of some nature, drug dealers, um, or just as George Floyd was, was just essentially at that point, a person being prosecuted and murdered on, on the streets. And so initially the, the, the drive came about as um, what do we want black boys to see individually? What do we want our boys to see um, as hope and as, as inspiration? And, and so the initial thought came as I was thinking about, well, it reminded me of uh, when I used to read to my kids uh, a book called Brown Bear, Brown Bear, What Do You See? Um, and so immediately thought, uh, right before I went to law school, I used to teach. And when I used to teach, I asked kids, what is it that you want to be in life? And immediately their responses were, I want to be a baller or a rapper, right? And so my thought was, is that there are so many other aspects. Why are we on a two-track system um, for success? Um, they could be a doctor, a lawyer, um, a dentist, a, a pilot, um, anything else. Um, and, and so the thought generated from that, um, and initially Ali and I were having this conversation, and we started stemming it from the same sort of concept of brown bear, brown bear, and initially became very dark. Um, I immediately went into kind of like a Jason Reynolds mode, like black boy, black boy, what do you see? I see police brutality. Mm -hmm. I see racial inequality. And it kept going on and on. And Ali was like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. He was like, what, 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 what are we doing here? What are we trying to write? And so luckily Ali reined us in and guided us on a, on a project that is kind of what you see now. Um, and I'll let him kind of delve into a little bit more as to how we were able to shape that into the manuscript that we got here. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I, it, it's so, it's so sad for many things in life that out of, you know, like great tragedy, uh, a lot of times, you know, something beautiful is born, right? So for us, that was that moment, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, um, to be fathers, and black men living in the US um, at the time of Mr. Floyd's murder was something that I think really just grabbed us and it didn't let go because we were in the confines of our own homes watching these images 
And we, I remember us both talking about it, saying it's not a catchphrase. We, you know, we literally felt suffocated, like we couldn't breathe. Um, so not just in watching the, the, the footage itself on replay, um, it was again just in the lives that we live in the neighborhoods we are in. Um, we're in predominantly white spaces, you know, and seeing that for us, it was not an easy subject to keep away from our kids, but recognizing and seeing that other families were able to shield their sons from, you know, this reality, you know, really lit something in us. And so it was that opportunity for us then to say, hey, uh, we need to pro uh, provide our kids with at least something that's like an armor, you know, you can't protect them from everything, right? But you want to at least give them the right tools um, and at least the right mindset. So I think we, we, we sort of just put all that, that in, um, you know, with, with the love we have for our boys and just decided to create something that turned into this, you know? And I mean, we went through a few stages of it, but that, that pretty much was the, the, the basis of why we, we decided to, to write something like this, you know? It had to be inspiring and hopeful. Um, and that was our goal. Okay. So um, as far as the people that are featured in the book, how did you pick which people would be featured in the story? Because there's a lot of great people to choose from. And um, I was thinking about this from, you know, just education, growing up, how many of these people I knew about. And honestly, in school, Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I mean, not really hardly any of them. And so how did you how did you pick the people that you featured in these stories? Go ahead, George. <laughs> So what we wanted to do was break the mold, right? As, as Ali kind of always talks about, there's a fab five that, that usually get talked about every February, right? You get MLK, you get Frederick Douglass, you get George Washington Carver, you get Rosa Parks. And so you get the same things over and over again, like a radio, like a repeat, right? And so initially what we, what kind of spurned this thought of was the movie Hidden Figures right, for, for women and what they've done for the, the NASA program and for our country. And we realized, why are they hidden? And then it started making us think, God, there's so many hidden male figures. Um, and what we wanted to, to do again is, is we wanted to inspire growth outside of the areas that are the norm for um, Blacks to feel that success. Mm -hmm. So ironically, we fell into the same trap that many of the youth fell in, right? And so Ali and us, we essentially fell into picking only athletes and entertainers. Um, and so luckily again- Those were the first names that came up, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was the first, like we started as the flow. <laughs> yep. You're right. Well, I think, and I think we knew we wanted to start with Colin Kaepernick. Um, and we wanted to draw that in obviously because of its relevance um, and, and how current it is, but what he gave up, um, which is a dream for all of these, um, individuals who want to play professionally is, is that they want to be in this situation where they're making millions of dollars and playing professionally, where he actually was doing that and gave that up for something he believed in. And then after that, we wanted to make sure that we incorporated uh, different individuals that had certain characteristics that we would like to be able to share with individuals that read. Say, for example, William Goins is the first Black Navy SEAL, and his, his 
being brave in certain situations and, and, and fighting those battles at that time was something that we wanted. And then I, I would say another one was um, Elijah McCoy. Um, so ironically, Elijah McCoy, we came about because we realized that Ken Daly was Canadian. And what we wanted to do was give a tribute to him and use a Canadian inventor to be able to showcase not only African-Americans, but also black individuals throughout the world. Um, and so we had some of this variety that we wanted to make sure that we were able to showcase um, that you could be success, successful in a variety of areas. Yeah, well said. Yeah. yeah. I could see lesson plans for kids at schools and when i was reading this i thought oh wow you know all of the good book reports all of the good um writing prompts that you could pair with this book um would be incredible have you <clears throat> have you thought about um creating lesson plans and doing school visits with your story oh yeah we are excited about that I, for us that's the challenge is now to and we welcome it is to work on how we can present this to kids, you know, because um, one is the inspiration to create it. And now, um, as we see it as this fun introduction to black history is to find the best way to get that incorporated into schools so that uh, kids can really bite out of it and, and really want to be a part of it and learn. So we are currently working on that. And thanks to our publishers, we do have a, a book tour scheduled in October. Um, that's going to get us out to a couple of schools. And um, George and I right now are also very intent on trying to find ways to independently do that as well. Um, and of course, work through them because we do feel the strongest audience, or I think the, the ones who benefit the most would be to get the, you know, this into the into school systems. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So if you have any, any uh, advice or ideas on, like you just said, feel free to shoot them our way because we are right now collecting all of it and trying to put it together. But no, we are very excited. Um, just as you mentioned, there are a lot of names you don't know. Right. And so, um, I, especially for me as a black man, I don't feel ashamed. I used to hide from that, but I now embrace that and say it's a great opportunity now to learn with my kid, you know, yeah. because there are just so many people who have contributed to the greatness of what not just the U.S. is, but the entire globe, you know, um, who happen to be black men. And it's just about time we start to celebrate them. So we get to see more of what it is that made who we all are today, you know, so we're excited about it. I bet. Yeah. And it's such an accomplishment to create a book. And I'm sure when you got to see the sketches and the illustrations and your words brought to life. And then the moment where you hold your baby for the first time, I bet that was just so exciting. Um, do you have any other books in the pipeline? Maybe a black girl, black girl, or future <laughs> ones? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, to be, we, we both, ha we have daughters um, and our firstborns are girls. So when we, got some traction behind this the the boy book it, that was just second nature because our girls basically run the house and but before you know it they're like well where's our book you know mm -hmm. 
And so I remember both of us talking to each other. And George was like, so you know what's about to happen? And I almost instinctively knew. I was like, yeah, was like, yeah my, my daughters are saying, where's our book? I'm like, George, I just got the same for my girls. <laughs> so right, right. We, we definitely, yeah. So it's the perfect follow-up to it. Um, and uh, yeah, no, we've already written that. We've, we've handed that manuscript in. And we're very thankful that uh, Sourcebooks, again, saw its potential. And, you know, they got behind it. Uh, and I believe that comes out in 2024. So that's so exciting. It seems like such a long time to wait. <laughs> I love talking to authors. It's so true. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, is it here yet? 24? Like, what are you doing? You know, but I guess they have their list and they have it all mapped out. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the feeling we got too. Right, George? <laughs> it was like, what? Was this originally the title that you had in mind the whole time, or did the title change at all? No, no, this this was a title from the, the beginning. George called up and said, I've got this idea for a book. We got to do a book called Black Boy, Black Boy. And we were like, I love it. I'm like, yeah. yes, you know. So most um, authors, they, they change their titles around so many times, and it's like the last thing that they pick. Is the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that the, the concept started through that. I mean, the entire from writing it, it was pretty much set and we knew this was where we were, we were headed with it, you know, and what we had to also understand though during the process was that in having something emblazoned, just as you said, when you see, see it, it's written right there, right? It's just right there in your face, but it's to have, you know, young readers also understand that it's been written two black boys but it's actually for all readers you know yeah. and so that's been the other challenge for us but also a perfect opportunity to share why we are very proud of that title in itself you know um and it's not to exclude anybody else it's actually just to serve as our new favorite term as a window you know yeah. so that uh, others can learn and be able to see the humanity and blackness um which is our our ultimate goal too so yeah it's that title from the get-go that was george like no nah, this is what we want and we're I like yeah man that phrase as a window yes it's oh beautiful we're learning that this this tells you how we are hanging out with educators and librarians you know it's yes. all of a sudden i did not see it as that as the concept but i'm so thankful to interpret it that way now because it makes perfect sense it's both a mirror and a window because for young black boys it allows them to put something up because you know seeing is believing so they can see themselves you know because representation matters yes. and for if you're you know, for non-blacks, then it allows you that uh, window to see into the life because it's a love story between a father and a son as you watch him take him through this journey of history. So, you know, you get to see it through that and, you know, having it say, dear boy, you know that this black kid is loved and we want kids who are not black to understand that and see that and then feel like they can be that person too because we want you to see yourself in this person's life because if you do that, then I think we are doing our own part to try to make everybody come together, you know, and at least sort of respect each other for who we are as human beings. So, yeah, yeah. I love that. And I, as you're talking and saying, you know, this was this book and this is, you know, then you did the black girl, black girl, and you submitted that one. And I'm thinking, gosh, you could make a whole box set of, you know, every <laughs> I love <it>. person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, yes as these windows into different yes. cultures and different ethnicities and letting you know kids know yes. that anybody can be great yeah 
we all have the capacity. Yes. You see, we all really do. And it's just about, as George was saying about Colin, why we picked him, it's, you know, the choices we make as individuals, because, you know, MLK didn't just, you know, spurn up. Uh, he chose to do certain things, you know, Colin didn't either. He chose. Everybody had the choice and only a few of those people make it. So they end up being great to us in society, you know, but it's within all of us. And that's what, when we get on this uh, tour, when we get in front of kids is to try to inspire them to see that, um, you know, ability in themselves and know that they have that same capacity and we're going to hope that they can, you know, channel that so they can also become change makers. So, but yeah, it's I'm glad that you said that. Yeah. And I always ask everybody who comes on the show, what advice do you have for future generations? I mean, and you really put it all into one book here, but um, aside from the book and everything that is in here, um, what advice do you have for future generations? And I guess I'll start with George. Well, thank you, Tracy, because Ali seems to be taking them all the time as usual. <laughs> I knew this was coming. This is always the case, know. Tracy. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, it really speaks for itself. And I, I'm glad that the book has it as a subtitle, right? Celebrate the power of you, right? Um, perhaps the thought is, is that if, if you knew your past, in the past of this world, then perhaps it'll help shape your future. And so the thought is, is that everyone has the ability to succeed. Everyone has the ability to do anything they put their mind to. Um, and what we wanna do is be able to showcase that um, and showcase uh, the thoughtfulness that perhaps this book may show. And so for any reader, what we wanna do is we chose a picture book because we wanted to allow individuals to be able to gather confidence in reading. Right. And if you gather confidence in reading, you will continue to read. Reading, although it's cliche, is fundamental. It is in every part of our society. And we knew how important it was to be able to uh, create a book like this, um, especially for the youth. And so the thought that I want people to take from this is that we are all one. Um, and if we understand that and understand our past, then our history will be able to shape our future. Lovely. Well said. I, I, and I'll just piggyback off that real quick. It's um, to recognize that we all stand on the shoulders of giants, every single one of us, you know? And so it is with, within ourselves and we have that responsibility to do something for the next generation. So for us, we're trying to do something for our sons. And so what I always would try, and try to say for that next generation is, you know, make sure you find what you love, you know, to do and and do that and go after it and work hard for it you know um and never forget though that your fellow man is you you know and just make sure you take care of them because i think at the end of the day is to understand that we all share this planet and we are all here together for a purpose but if we work at it as a collective then we have a better chance at success and a better I think a better time with life, you know, we actually really fully can enjoy this blessing. So, uh, you know, my advice would just be that, you know, as it says, believe in your own power, you know, recognize your own capacity, but in whatever you choose to do, um, be intentional about being a change maker, be intentional about seeing something in the world that needs fixing because there are a lot and, you know, and then go after it and fix it. Uh, don't wait for somebody else to do it because, you know, then you're just passing that buck. But, you know, be responsible enough to make a difference um, and just and know that you can. It, it can be in your own small way, you know, but you don't have to make something very big. If, if every single one of us does something very little, 
those little drops that they've told us, you know, make a mighty ocean. So that is right. But but that that would be my advice, you know, is, yeah, believe in your own capacity to do great things. Wonderful advice. Yeah. And um, for anybody who wants to pick up your book, your book is available on Amazon. It's published through Sourcebooks and schools, libraries, anybody who wants to um, get in contact with you can do so through, um, well, through your websites, which we will list at the end. Awesome. And um, also through Sourcebooks as well. Yes. Please go out and pick up this book. It is fabulous. It is beautifully illustrated. I mean, I just wanted to, every single illustration, I went, wow. And it almost looks like, like little paintings almost, you know, where I'm sure I can't, I can't even imagine what you felt when you saw these. For the oh, that's a whole other top conversation. Trust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, look at the colors. The colors are just incredible. And daily. <laughs> Love it so much. So yes, pick up this book. It's incredible. George and Allie, thank you so much for being here today. It has been a pleasure. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you so much, Tracy, for actually giving us some time. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.